Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life. Through interviews with various experts on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, and more, this podcast is committed to spreading knowledge to all women. Rise Up For You, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi, everyone. Today, we're talking with a great friend of mine, Lewet Nasserdeen. We're going to be diving into how to rebuild yourself and network in a new environment. Lewet is an award-winning filmmaker who's accomplished in documentary, film, and television. You may know him for his work on the hit comedy show, The Goldbergs, Stray, and the film, Baby Blues. Currently, Lewet is working on an ABC comedy called The Real O'Neills. So excited to have you here today. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. So tell us, Louette, a little bit about yourself in a few sentences. Ah, uh, okay. I was born in Alberta, Canada, and about eight years ago, I came here to pursue a career in the entertainment industry, and I really uh, lucked out. I met some amazing people who really helped me along the path. I got into the ABC writing program, and that really opened a ton of doors for me in 2004, and I uh, got me my job on the Goldbergs, and then now... I segued over to what you said, the Real O'Neills, which premieres in January, and I'm really excited about that. Okay, so you touched on something that I really want to talk about today, and that's the fact that you're actually from out of the country, so you're from Alberta, Canada, like you said. I want to know about your journey and coming to the U.S. with basically no connections, no friends. How did you start, and how did you, you know, get into what, how did you know even where to start and what to do because I know there's a lot of people that maybe they have to move or I don't know they get married and they go elsewhere I mean there's various reasons and now they're like okay I don't know anybody how do I rebuild myself yeah it's a really interesting question uh I was talking to someone about this yesterday I'm like had I known now what I'd known then I don't know if I would have or I could have made the leap. There would have been too much fear, too much trepidation. So there's something that's really interesting about being naive. And I was, I think, 20 when I decided to make the big leap. And for me, I just had to, I had to recalibrate my thinking. Um, I knew I was always blessed to know what I wanted to do with my life. And in Canada at that time, there was just a cap that I reached. I was working in documentary documentaries there I had a movie come out but there was just something there was something in me that I felt had I not pursued coming to America and trying to do it on this level I would have really resented um, the work that I was currently doing so for me it was really just a matter of saying I had the net which was my family uh, and my friends and I knew going back to Alberta was always an option for me So, and my favorite quote, and this is another thing that's really interesting for me, you'll ask someone what their favorite quote is and everyone will be able to tell you, or the most people, but if you ask how many people live by that quote that they love, it's not, you'll see a discrepancy. So for me, it was really like leap and the net will appear has been like a quote that's always stuck with me. And I just, I always figured that my job was to take the first step and then things would work out. And I think that was a way that helped me navigate, you know, coming to a new country on a visa where I could only work as a writer, and I, I really didn't know. I think I knew one person who was in the Valley. and But there was, there was also a way that I recalibrated into an exciting opportunity where I was able to meet new people. I remember thinking to myself, I have a best friend there or a lover or whatever that I don't even know yet that's over there, and I'm going to go ex- experience everything. So for me, 
the, sh- the short answer to that was I was a little naive. I was really passionate. And fundamentally, I believed that if I took this big risk, it would pay off. And I think those three things really protected me. Right. You, you saw past the fear, which a lot of people don't. Like they see the fear and then that stops them. Yeah, and I remember I was talking to my best friend, and I was just like, you know, all the, you know, the people I admired, and and oh, I want to do that. And he goes, why couldn't you be that person to someone else? Right, definitely. What fundamentally, you know, we idolize people and make them almost deities, but they always were in our situations now, or that situation that I was in, where I was sitting there thinking, am I going to do this? And and I don't know. I just, I, I guess I always just believed that it was an, I had to, I had to do it. It wasn't really even an option for me. I just knew that I had to reverse engineer what my ultimate goal was, which was to be here. And I pinched myself. I'm really lucky. Like I, I'm a very, very blessed person and a lot of people have looked out for me and I don't take that for granted. So walk us through your journey a little bit. You got on a plane uh-huh. <laughs> you got off the plane in LA and then what? Well, it's hilarious because my parents had no idea I was going, even though I've told them for a year and a half prior. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're going? Uh, so I, I, I got off the plane. I had an apartment lined up. Okay. And I, it, but you know, what's really funny though. The first day I was walking down the streets and I met someone and they said, my bags weren't even unpacked yet. I just dropped them off in my apartment. And someone said, I, I started a conversation. And I was like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, I'm an actor. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a filmmaker. I'm from Canada, blah, blah, blah. And the guy was like, well, I'm in an acting class. And we look for people to come in and kind of like critique or, or see our performances. So my first day there, I was on this panel. Uh, reviewing this acting class where there was like a, an agent from WME and stuff like that. So it's this really crazy experience where I landed in LA and that night I was on this panel critiquing and giving my two cents on these performances and my perspective as a director. And, and I was able to go in and kind of tweak a couple of the performances and it was amazing. And it was kind of just a sign that, okay, this is where I was supposed to be. And then from that point on, I just... I really looked at it as my job was to spend every waking moment trying to make my dream come true. And there is the thing that you definitely sacrifice a lot. I mean, I definitely sacrifice a lot of my 20s, the the fun times. And that was because, too, when you come from another country, you're on a visa. So you only have a finite amount of time to really make it. So I was lucky enough that... um, I put some scripts into some film festival, some competitions. They placed based on that. I got a manager and I just spent every day hustling and writing and working. And, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it paid off. It's funny thinking back on it. It's kind of, uh, incredible. Like I was really naive in the best way possible. (laughs) Like I just, I called everybody, every agency in town, they all hung up on me, but one manager took me on and um, really helped us navigate the waters for me. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. So definitely, would you say if you're more um, shy, like maybe take a few classes? Because I noticed that you were saying you met somebody when you landed in L.A. So yeah. you need to have a little bit of that networking ability, right? Where you can just walk up to anyone and be like, hey, how are you doing? Where are you from? 
Totally. And the other thing too is it's really about tribe building. Like you want to know the, the biggest piece of advice I give is reverse engineer the ultimate outcome that you want, right? So if I want to be a director, okay, well, I need to start directing. If I want to be a writer, I need to start writing. And then what you want to do, especially in a place like LA, which is fantastic, is there's a community for everyone here. So you really have to put yourself out there. Now, not to say like there, you'll walk into a party, I'm sure, and there's that schmoozer networker where you're like, you just you look like and you sound like a greasy car salesman you always <laughs> want to operate from like a place of genuine authenticity so that's why it's really easy to network your passion because it's something you'd probably be talking about anyways so put yourself in a situation where you can really connect with people on an authentic level and a real passionate level so I was really lucky to have to have those opportunities to talk to people too um, and, and the other thing too is with networking let your work lead you know make sure to have something that people can talk about right so when you go into meetings a lot of times my manager had already given them scripts so we had something that we could fundamentally talk about they knew where I was operating from um, because you have a lot of people here who just talk a big game and, and you definitely don't want to be that person right and a lot of people, um, they assume that networking only can be done within a networking event. They don't realize that the person behind them in Starbucks could possibly be the one that helps them get them to where they need to be. Oh my God, this is, a, this is my favorite story. I was desperately searching for financing for one of my, uh, one of my screenplays, going everywhere, going to the top companies. We needed X amount of dollars. Then I was just at a bar and I met someone, and my friend goes, doesn't he look like uh, James Dean? I go, yeah, I know more about Monty Cliff. That was the person I was doing the movie on. And mm -hmm. that guy was like, wait, I'm a huge Monty Cliff fan. And I'm like, oh, me too. And he's like, let's grab lunch. So we grabbed lunch, and I was just thinking, oh, this is just a new friend. The end of that lunch, he pulled out his um, checkbook and wrote a check for the financing for the development of the script. That's amazing. It was that three-hour, and I remember calling my agents and managers and keep saying, like, I think I just found the money to this property. It was, it was a 10-minute conversation that led us to, he just really was a fan, really wanted to get into development and financing, and all of a sudden, I was running a script and he was a producer. So, yeah, no, you're 1,000% right. You know, I hear that a lot, that um, go into it thinking that you're going to build a friend as opposed to trying to sell something, and it'll naturally happen. 1,000%. I'm actually, um, I was with the, the guy at my coffee shop, the barista. I've, I've known him for probably four or five months, just found out that he was a writer. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I just did this ebook. Super casual about it. I just went, read it. You know, on my own, he wasn't like pushing it down my throat by any stretch. Read it, really loved it, really responded to him. And now I'm hooking him up with an agent because a lot of times, like, I know where that guy's heart is, and, and he did the hard work. He already had done it. Um, and there's a ton of networking opportunities. I mean, I busted my ass off, and I would say there's still, I could have done 10 times the more stuff just because of where you are, you know, and find your community, find your tribe. And the great thing with now with the internet and and just online communities, you can, no matter where you are, you can find that. Yeah, absolutely. So was there ever a point when you got here where you were like, I need to get back on a plane and go to Canada? Like that you were just not motivated? <laughs> I'm doing that. I was going to do that this morning. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, specifically LA, I remember one person said it's a city of 30 million people where you feel like you're the only person walking the street. And I think maybe I had subscribed to that idea too quickly. Right. But it's not maybe necessarily the case. I think a lot of times um, it was a situation where I thought, okay, you know what, I'm going to go back home. Uh, and every time something, that thought creeped into my head, another sign came about that said you need to stay. Um, so I feel very fortunate that way. But the thing that really helped me out is I did this thing, <clears throat> excuse me, and I encourage people to do it, and it was almost an evidence chart. So I would write down, what's the evidence that I have to stay? Right, so if it's somebody, if it was somebody who complimented a script, or if it was another meeting that I had, um, just a chart. Because a lot of times, you know, it's like criticism, right? You can hear ten things that are great about you, and the one thing you hear that tells you you're a piece of shit, you're just gonna like launch onto that, right? So when you're in the place where you're like, I just want to go home, it's that one percent telling you you're not good enough. So what I did is created this evidence chart about all the reasons why I should be here and should stay, and the evidence that I have that says I'm on the right path. So whenever I got into a place where I was feeling like I should leave or it was a dumb idea, I would really just refer back to this thing, and it helped helped me a to be grateful. And it re-inspired me to stay. That is a brilliant <laughs> exercise. I'm definitely going to start implementing that. Oh, great. Yeah, it's good. You're like, oh, wait, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, because uh, your particular industry, so not only did you have to network and reconnect, but your industry is really, I mean, it's really difficult to get into the entertainment industry, whether you're a performer, actor, writer. I mean, I know I'm in the industry, but in a different way. And what... What gets you to wake up in the morning and what keeps you motivated to do what you do? What's your why? Yeah, that's a really great question. I mean, I walked it, I walked home once and I turned on the TV and it was Goldberg's and I remember watching watching an episode and I was like, oh yeah, I wrote that joke or that was, you know, I helped with that fix. And, and to know that you wrote something or you uh, helped, because it's so collaborative, helped in the creation of something that is now seen by millions of people and will be seen for 10, 20 years. It's such a, a humbling, inspiring idea. And to know, you know, what I love so much about writing is it is the genesis of the art of film. You know, it's that you need that. It's the first step, right? You need to, it, and then, you know, you produce a script, you direct a script, you act off of the script. So for me, the idea of just creating something and nothing is more fulfilling, I think for me personally, than having an idea in my head and then realizing it on screen. So that's really the thing that pushes me. It, uh, I've always been a storyteller and to know that I can create something that, you know, has a mass appeal, I'm, I'm, you know, going to be writing an episode now for The Real O'Neills, which is really exciting. I mean, I just think that show, when it comes out, is going to do, you know, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because it's a really special show. And, and just to know that I'm one uh, piece of a puzzle on, on such an important show is, is amazing. It's really incredible. So that's my why. Okay. And did you have any challenges when you got here? Like, even in the industry, did you find that there was a lot of competition that you were like, I don't know if I can compete with them? Yeah, like, I'm a firm believer that like cream rises to the top and, and there's room at the top for everyone. So I like the other thing with me is I just like I'm competing with myself. And I know you, I hear that a lot, but like I legitimately 
I believe that competition in that sense stifles creativity because the more you're competing with someone else, the less you're worrying about your own shit. So for, for me, yeah, no, definitely it was tough. And, and, and the challenges in this industry, they never go away. The more success that you have, they don't go away. They just kind of take on a different face. You know what I mean? Like now, you know, for example, you get here, I need to write a good script, right? But then you get an agent and a manager, which is the next step. But then it's like, oh, not only do I have to write a good script, I have to write one that fits into a mold that they can sell that they're still going to like. And then when you sell it, you're like, okay, I sold my script. Now my follow-up has to be just as good or better, or I have to make sure that I stay on this project. So there's a lot of problems uh, and a lot, definitely a lot of challenges that make you feel stifled. So I always revert back to what is the big risk that I can take now. And it's harder to take risks um, the more perceived success that you have because it's easier just to like lay back. Definitely. <laughs> you know I mean? So that's the thing that I'm even struggling with now. Like what is the next real big risk I can take that can help break me open and push me forward? Definitely. So I know I, I've actually been in your shoes and I moved to Canada and I, um, it was hard. So tell me, what, what are some top tips that you can give to anybody out there to network and rebuild yourself? In a few sentences, like the top tips that worked for you. Well, the first is to put yourself out there. Um, so that's one. The second, what could you do in the city that you couldn't do in the city before? And that'll help you develop a new relationship with it. You know, like for me in Canada, it was really cold. I came here, there was the beach, so I would come to the beach. So I did little things that helped me fall in love with the city. Three, yeah, put yourself, approach people. Um, and four, remind yourself every day why you came. That'll help put you in the right mindset. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure to talk with you. Absolutely, my pleasure. Great feedback from you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for doing this and thank you for having me on and I hope uh, it helps. No problem. If you want to stay connected to Louette, you can follow him on Twitter on at Louette Nass. That's L-E-W-A-A-N-A-S-S. Thank you again, Louette. Thank you. Well, that's the end of our show today. Don't forget to subscribe to our blog at riseupforyou.com as well as follow us on Twitter at riseupforyou. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.